At our savings bank, we donate 10% of our earnings to local nonprofits to make sure there's food on the table for those who need it, to give local children the chance to learn and grow, and to help furry little friends find loving homes. But hey, we don't stop there. We do all we can to help our communities thrive because we're purpose-driven and we'd love for you to be a part of it. your host of Teachable Moments with April podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Happy listening. This is Faithful Friday Evenings. Tonight's content is from Crosswalk.com, How to Explain the Trinity to Children by Russell Moore. Some time ago, a journalist friend emailed me to ask a question I think many Christian parents have asked. How does one explain the concept of the Holy Trinity to their children? I think the reason this question resonates with so many parents is precisely because We adults can't adequately explain the doctrine ourselves. We can teach children the the different intricacies of, of Scripture by simply saying the Bible is true, but we can't explain something of the atonement by saying Jesus paid for our sins and is alive forever. The Trinity, though, hmm, that is another matter. I think much of our fear and stumbling here comes with misunderstanding of what the Christian gospel is all about. Yes, Christianity is reasonable and intelligible, Carl Henry Stans affirmed, but Christianity is not merely about reason and intelligence. The gospel points to a different kind of wisdom, one that silences human mouths. And these accounts are at Isaiah 55, 8, Jeremiah 8, 9, and 1 Corinthians 1, verses 19 and 20. God is one God, and God is three persons in an everlasting relationship with one another, a relationship into which we are invited. That's not contradictory, okay? God is not one in the same way he is three or vice versa. But who can reduce this to some sort of formula or easier analogy? Sometimes we seek a quick analogy for children because we want to put our kids out of, out of their mystery. If the Trinity is an easy explanation, it's like a shamrock, it's like water, ice, steam, you know what I'm going at. We can move on, so to speak. We're afraid if we say that the Trinity is in some ways beyond comprehension that our kids won't trust us to tell them with confidence about the truth of the gospel at all. But Jesus tells us there's something about a child's way of believing that ought to be true of all of us. We must, he tells us, become like them if we're going to enter the kingdom of God at all. 
In one sense, it's true. Children are often hyper-literal, you know. I remember thinking as a child that a soul was a little version of myself located in one of the chambers of my heart (laughs) and wearing a soldier's uniform for some reason. Go figure. But in the more important ways, children are, are open to mystery and paradox in ways adults often can't. Children explore the world around them with a wide-eyed sense of wonder. They don't comprehend it at all, okay? And they know they don't comprehend it at all. So that's the kind of blessed ignorance, if you will, not in a derogatory way, I believe Jesus commends. In order to believe, you must trust everything God has said to you, but you must also see him not your own comprehension as Lord. To see at all, we must know that we see through a glass darkly. Found at 1 Corinthians 13, 12. With that the case, we ought to boldly say to our children, God is one and God is three. I can't fully explain all of that because that's how big and mysterious God and his ways are. Isn't that wonderful? When your child says, that boggles my mind, Don't respond with a worried hand-wringing, but with a wink and a twinkle in your eye. I know. (laughs) Me too. Isn't that wild? And isn't that great? That doesn't end the conversation, of course. It only begins it. But we've got several trillion years and beyond to explore the the depths of the, the Trinitarian reality. A start is what we need. And learning of God's oneness and threeness, if you will, in terms of wonder and awe, is a good place, I think, to start. Vaccinating our children from the kind of sterile rationalization, Christian or atheist, that can lead to a boring, despairing, tragically normal sort of life. child's faith. Dear God, create in my child a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within them. Help my child to know your word and to grow in faith each day. Thank you that your word says I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate my child from your love. Through your son, Jesus Christ's name, amen. Most cookware scratches easier than a record player, but not cookware's new A1 series with scratch defense. This is cookware that will not scratch ever so you can cook more and worry less. Crafted with durable aerospace grade materials, hmm, cookware's nonstick is thicker and harder than ordinary cookware. In laboratory tests, it lasted 130 times longer and took over 350,000 heavy scrapes without ever scratching. With cookware this well made, the record will be the only thing scratching.
you are just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We also encourage you to join the Teachable Moments with April podcast family by becoming a paid subscriber. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time. Thank you.